entrepreneurial freedom. Bad news, most startups, most corporations fail, you know. Good news, there are some mistakes that are avoidable and uh, one mistake, doing too much at once, can even be solved quite easily with this tool of the five systems that we're going to learn right now. So let's dive into it. First, what is the common mistake why many entrepreneurs struggle and uh, their startups even die? So one thing is when you see team meetings and planning sessions, if they even do planning sessions, because many entrepreneurs, they are just so into operations and into surviving and into solving everyday problems and repairing bugs, that they do not enough um, focus, which means having a monthly planning session, finding the current bottleneck, and then focusing on exactly this one bottleneck and solving it so that the whole thing gets again into positive momentum. So let's dive into it. First, what is a bottleneck? There's a wonderful book. I read it as a Kindle. That's um, a wonderful book. The Goal by uh, Eliyahu Goldred, which is basically a novel about uh, how to manage wealth. And uh, the idea is you can have much better results with your business if you focus on the critical path. The critical path is where the bottleneck is. The bottleneck is in the whole chain of value you deliver for the people you care about. In the whole chain, there is one weak point. And the theory of constraints is if you, if you solve the bottleneck problem, everything else will be much more productive and much more effective in an exponential way. So find the weak spot, improve that part, and the rest will take care of itself automatically. The flow of the value chain will be much better. So the idea is find the bottleneck. How do you do that? It's, it's not difficult. It's quite easy. So there is five systems, which is in generic in every business so no, no matter what business you have you have five systems in place which is to attract people to nurture the relation to them to close them to convert to buyers to deliver the solution to their problem and uh, to retain cross-sell upsell so this is the five systems attract nurture close deliver retain when you have these five systems in place you can do a monthly evaluation of how they are going. So bring together your team, think of all the five and go through them. You can do from one to 100 for the first discussion. And then you, so you rate them. How are good are we in attracting? So how many new leads do we have per week, per month? What do they cost us? How do we nurture them? So how is our relation? What do we teach? How do we convey value through stories? What is our way of delivering small chunks of value every week for them? How do we create the uh, famous seven contact points uh, when after that we can go into a closing discussion and uh, selling? 
So when is our tipping point from marketing to sales, which in our model is exactly between system two and system three. So after nurturing, you go into closing. Then you have uh, delivering, which is uh, what your value proposition was all about. Now you have to show that you really do it. So you solve the problem. And if you solve the problem, then you can think about system five, retaining them, and even cross-selling, which means if they are happy with their solution, they uh, will tell their friends. And uh, if they are happy with the solution, they may uh, like staying in Facebook groups or forums or whatever platforms you build because they, have, they will have other problems. And if they trust you and you are their, their trusted advisor, they will ask you also for solution ideas on the other problems. So that's the five systems, attract, nurture, close, deliver, retain. Now we even, at Strategy Sprints, uh, we even have all our folder structure uh, according to these five systems. So in our team folder, uh, it, it has five folders and it says attract, nurture, close, deliver, retain. And whatever we do, like a document or a lead magnet or we build a concept, we really put it into there. And once a month, we do this analysis. So we come together as a team, it's four people in our case, and we say, okay, let's go through them. One to 100, how good are we in attracting, in nurturing, in closing, in delivering, in retaining? And, and we do first this discussion, and then we just make uh, green, yellow, red, green, yellow, red, and then we pick the red one. If there is a red one, we pick one red one. If there is the worst thing is yellow, we pick a yellow one. And, um, and if the worst thing is green, we pick the green one. But there is always one bottleneck. So uh, let's say we have the bottleneck in uh, attracting. So we think that we have the bottleneck in attracting. So we would mark it red and uh, we would say um, this is the bottleneck we decide to work on. And we put up a series of sprints. Sprint is a seven day uh, intense work on invalidating or validating an assumption. And we would work in sprints until we solved that. Now, what do most companies do? They do not identify the bottleneck. They do not focus on one thing until it's solved because they do many projects at once and they do also a little bit of social media improvements and also a little bit of IT improvements and also checking this conference because everybody's doing that in my industry and also trying out this new app because everybody's using Asana so we will try out Asana. But what is Asana or this conference exactly solving? Which of the five fields is the bottleneck right now and how does implementing Asana solve that right now this week? That's the question. Also, when you do the budgeting for the month, you should budget according to the bottleneck. So should I, how much money should we put into uh, recruiting new people or improvements in IT or in uh, legal contracts and joint ventures? Well, it depends on the bottleneck. Put most of your budget into the bottleneck until it's solved. And then you move to the next bottleneck and you will put the budget into the next one. That's how you do a, a bottleneck-driven budgeting, which is 
much more precise and much more effective than just a general budgeting, 10% goes in debt and 5% goes in debt. Not really helpful to your current situation. Tailor your budget. So uh, these are the five systems. You identify them, you pick one, and then you go into it. Now, what do you do next? You write your assumptions down, why you think that this is the bottleneck. And the assumption, a hypothesis, this is the scientific method. You write down the assumption, you build the smallest uh, possible increment of a solution, and then you try and test it. And at the end, the reality is always in the market. So the market will tell you if your assumption is sorry validated or invalidated. At the end, that's the only feedback loop that counts to see if the hypothesis is invalidated or validated. We have a template for that, the innovation card, which, uh, which you can use, makes your life easier. So uh, strategiesprince.com slash tools, you will find the innovation card where it makes it very easy for you to write down the assumption, to write down how will you test if this assumption is invalidated or validated. And you will also uh, have on the back side how you can track the progress in that experiment. The best thing you can do is to run multiple parallel experiments at once. So if you say we have these three assumptions and we want to find out which one is true, well, you test that, you test that, you test that, and in one week we will talk again. You limit the time uh, to, let's say, three hours, four hours, five hours of analysis. You, lead, you limit the time of building the prototype to, again, five hours, six hours, and then you say, okay, whatever I did build in six hours, I stop, and I go and test it with five users, five clients, potential clients. Five. Why five? Uh, Google has done research on that. And uh, if you add more clients, like six or seven or eight testers, it doesn't bring you more reliable data than five. So go for five. So these are the five systems and how you can do that. Now, try it. So go through the five systems, rate them uh, from 1 to 100, discuss with your team, and at the end, color them green, yellow, red. Pick one and start solving it. As an example, uh, I had a client uh, who, who said, um, Simon, I have a lead generation problem. So, okay, let's dive into it. How many leads? Do you have per week? How many per month? And um, they had a lot of leads per month. But he said, well, we have 1,000 leads uh, in our mailing list. And they subscribed. So, uh, But I need 3,000 to test that product. And I was like, really? You need 3,000? So wait a moment. Before, before you say this assumption that you need 3,000, Let's see what's the conversion rate. So we went to system two, the nurturing, and said, okay, how many people read your seven emails that come after subscribing? And then we went into the conversion rate of the sales process, so from marketing to sales, we said, how, how is the closing rate? You would like, usually, a closing rate of more than 20%. If uh, you can also have 80% and 90% if you do it, the nurturing very well and the, the segmentation but um, and the belief system. 
But let's uh, start with a general 20% that you want to have in order to, to have a bucket without holes. That's my picture. If your bucket has holes, then it doesn't help to bring more water in it and more water. And that was exactly the problem there because they didn't write down their assumptions. They thought they need to generate more leads. Where the problem and the bottleneck was the conversion rate. And, uh, and later on we saw it's, it was in the nurturing phase because they did talk to every client the same uh, without specifying and segmenting uh, the audience. So uh, they thought lead generation is where we have to put more money in. So they went into Facebook ads and let's put 3,000 more uh, dollars into Facebook ads. But then they had more leads and that didn't solve the problems because they had just more water in a bucket that has holes in it. So first thing, repair the holes. That's exactly the bottleneck idea. First thing, go to the conversion rate. So we went there and said, how do you convert? How do you close the leads? And uh, I said, could you, could you make a video of it and show me? They had no process. They had no SOP for closing. So there was no sales script. And uh, there wasn't a first discovery call and a second demo call. And they didn't record them and learn out of them. So uh, the problem was in sales. And now you see why this is valuable to do that in these five stages. And because then you find out where your current bottleneck is, you focus on that and you sprint until it's solved. And only after it is solved, you start solving the next problem. Okay, hope that was helpful. And now, yeah, start doing it and tell me how it, how it went. Hi, entrepreneurs. No matter if you are going from zero to one or from one to 10, you are not alone. Our community of over 16,000 entrepreneurs has done remarkable stuff in the last few years. We've seen single parents start their business and grow to seven figures. We've even seen couples succeed as entrepreneurs together in life and work. Now, we've created workshops that can propel you to freedom and growth without needing to fly away from family and friends. Our new workshops work from anywhere, anytime, on any device. Let us help you be found when you are needed the most by the clients you truly want to work with. Check strategysprints.com solutions to build up your business and have fun doing it.